0: Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things pop culture related. I am your host, Christian Beck, from my surgery, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin, and we are back this week. We're going to be discussing the latest thriller, Don't Breathe 2, and... One of the best video game movies to date, free guy. But before we get into that, Devin, how are you doing today, man? I feel like we haven't done this in forever and it's only been a few days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy Monday. Are you feeling more or less wise right now? Um, Less <laughs>
0: because it's not fun going back to work after like after a week away, technically more than a week away because I got my surgery done on the ninth. So I had the weekend prior to prepare and then, you know, getting them taken out and then this prior weekend. So it felt like I was away a lot longer, but I feel good, you know, like, um, it's healing up really, really well and no dry sockets or anything. So I'm, I'm all good to go. <laughs> How about you?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anything about my wisdom teeth removal. I just remember Same. just powering through it. And eating sooner than I should have, but I didn't care.
0: <laughs> See, that's where I am right now because I'm so in the middle. Like I had my checkup today and they're like, yeah, you know, you can start eating more solid er f- foods, but they don't really recommend like eating like, you know, the, the Doritos, the super crunchy stuff. But I think I'm still going to stick to my, my snack packs, my pudding here for a bit. I will say this past week has been nice grocery shopping because it couldn't eat anything. Yeah, <laughs> been Jello, made a lot of Jello, uh, Snap Packs, ice cream, um, mashed potatoes. Uh, let's see what else: tomato soup, all that that
1: good stuff. Gotta gotta protect those holes.
0: Yeah, seriously, seriously. But it, it was not fun for maybe like a day. But I quickly kind of just got over it. But I I recovered pretty well. I I think I didn't really have any, have any issues. So that's, that's, that's always a good thing. So, you know, my mouth has been a little sore, but you know, I'm going to power through this. Um, I mean, I've been feeling great though. So it's all, it's all gravy, baby. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what that's what Snoop Dogg says, at least. But uh, before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys on Twitter and Instagram, and follow us over on Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And as I mentioned before, we have a double feature review for you guys here. We're going to be covering free guy first and foremost, and then we're going to end the show with our don't breathe two review. So Devin, anything else you want to say before we uh, jump into uh free city here to here? It's a lot of fun.
1: It is definitely a video game movie. I don't care what <laughs> these strange people are saying.
0: Yeah, but before before we get into hold, hold that thought. Really quick, before we get into it, we'll be back right after this short break. Guy, there's no easy way to say this. This world, it's a video it's a game. game. You're not real. Please that my mother- And the guy responsible for this world was going to destroy it. You've met God? Yes, he's an absolute troll. Trolls exist. So I guess we'll just start off, you know, non-spoilers, as we always do, and we'll get into a little bit. Spoilers later on, and you guys will know once you hear this beautiful little spoiler warning there. But Devin, lay it on me. Is this the best video game movie you've ever watched? Because it's directed by Sean Levy. Writers is Matt Lieberman and Zach Penn. And cast, of course, Ryan Reynolds, Jody Corner, and Taika Wa And the story is as follows A bank uh, teller discovers that he's actually an NPC, aka a non playable playable character, inside of a brutal open world
1: video game. So, Devin, give me your thoughts. I mean, this is the movie of the summer, right? I think so. It was just, it was so fun. It was. And I, I do think this is the best video game movie ever made. I think actually Ryan Reynolds has the top two. This and Detective Pikachu. Yeah, he's, he's starting to build his resume of of best video game movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's been a lot a lot of discourse out there. I've seen some people say that they don't consider Free Guy a video game. They say more of. Ah, uh, I mean, I can't really think of any tweets necessarily, but I've just, I've seen just a little bit of discourse. But just want to throw that out this out there that you know just because. Like, this is a video game movie, or just because it's not, you know, uh, based off of a proper IP like Sonic the Hedgehog or Pokemon doesn't mean that it's not... So I know some people have kind of been going back and forth. It's it's almost as if I've been talking to a few of my friends, if people consider Avatar The Last Airbender an anime or not, which I definitely fall into that camp. Um, but, you know, that is a conversation for another time.
1: And then the two best examples I came up with were Pixels and Ready Player One. Yeah. Like, those aren't based on a singular video game, but they're definitely a video game movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They 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 do take inspiration from other video games, and we see hey, that. Heck, v-
1: even even Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, like it's a made-up game. It's exactly, a video game movie.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, like it doesn't have to be, you know, based off of like The Last of Us or Spider-Man or Gears of War, Halo, et cetera, et cetera. But like it's it, it's a movie about a video game, so I I think it's safe to say, you know, logic-wise, it's a video game movie, or like Hancock. Hancock is a, um, it's like that, that would be like saying Hancock's not a superhero movie because it's not based off a comic book. It is a superhero movie, but it's not a comic book movie because it is not based off. So it's like a, it's a weird yes and no, but more so like, yeah, Hancock's still a superhero movie. It's just not based off a comic book. So it's weird. It's, it's, it's all that, that strange stuff that people have been talking about, but we always love the discourse, um, no matter what it is, you know, nothing but love here. You know, we just love giving our, um, can't really say hot takes, but our thoughts, you know, just just shooting our shot and telling you guys what it is, (laughs) but yeah, man, free guy has, um, it's, I, I didn't really, I did not know what to expect from this movie going in. Um, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I kind of w- was dragging, going to see it probably because I saw Don't Breathe Too first, But I knew that there were, um, you know, good things that people were saying about Free Guy, and I was like, okay, you know, it's Ryan Reynolds. Like, h- how could you not watch a movie with Ryan Reynolds in it? And I, I thoroughly enjoy myself. You know, this this is a movie that that draws heavily, like it's it is a Grand Theft Auto cross Fortnite, especially Fortnite, because it leads into that pop culture uh, references later down on the line, which we'll get into. Oh,
1: those references. Were so good,
0: <laughs> And it, it's, it's so, it, it just feels alive. Like it's not trying to, you know, be better than it. it, it it's very self-aware and knows what it is. It's a movie where you can just kind of throw on and have a good time. Um, one small little gripe. I do feel like it is a tad too long but that's you know besides the point that was just me i felt like they could have wrapped up the ending a little bit more but i mean everyone
1: in my theater like my audience loved it how how was your audience? oh yeah there there was a lively audience (laughs) and it was a packed theater (laughs) thursday night everyone was there laughing and having a good time
0: that's good man i'm not gonna lie when i when i first sat down at the very
1: top right hand corner Of like our theater. There was like a couple there
0: getting a little handsy and kind of like, you know, get get, get a little. I had two,
1: two Russian dudes sitting next to me talking the whole time. (laughs) Not the whole time, but a fair amount.
0: It, that has been driving me up the wall lately. Like anytime I hear someone having sign conversation, I'm like, "Mm," you know, like it's, it's weird, but like, I don't know why, but it's, it's now, it used to never bug me but now it does. And I think because of what happened during my second launch of the suicide squad, like family was literally just talking up a storm as if they were just sitting at home or the living room. I was like, yo, you spent like 20 plus bucks a piece to go see this in IMAX. Please shut up. But I, I was
1: nicer about it, of course. But yeah, yeah. this, uh, I just want to mention this cast is like, amazing <laughs> like i'm looking at the imdb now there are voice cameos that i didn't even realize really from like a list <laughs> multiple <laughs> Oh
0: yeah it's it, it it really is it like this it's this is a special film just because it's it, it is one of those last summer blockbusters out there this got pushed back a few times i believe um this was originally a fox property before disney uh,
1: gobbled and, it up uh, and disney definitely hooked them up i'll I'll say that before we get to spoilers
0: dab <laughs> dab no yes yes absolutely and it's i'm 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 kind of glad this, th- this is only in theaters, but at the same time, I did have a lot of people ask me where they can watch this because, you know, we, we are hitting the the milestone stone to the point where people are kind of conditioned to watch movies at home and there is nothing wrong with that whatsoever. You know, I've said it before, like it's, it's all about the consumer um, preference really. I mean, like I think maybe if they would have like released in a VOD, you know, still get those royalties um, for people watching at home and in theaters. But you know, Disney decided to put it only in theaters, and I, I think it's doing pretty well. How's the box office? Do you know anything about that? I'm, I'm not really, uh I don't really pay attention too much to the box office
1: side, but I know it's I mean, it's doing well. That, that Disney is already mentioning a sequel. Oh,
0: you know, that's that's right, that's right. And honestly, I I wouldn't mind a sequel sequel because it was this. It was so interesting to see the the NPC point of view. It's it's kind of like when you're younger you don't know that like your teachers have like lives outside of school. It's like where do they go? after you know you go home it's like oh do they have families themselves like some people were like oh yeah and you know they, they just live in the lockers and you know come out once uh you know school starts and, and they're yeah. just there and it's like hey it was, like-
1: it's just like it was classic ryan reynolds the whole time <laughs> he just his quips and everything and just his humor but then like i didn't even know who jody comer was before this movie but Same. she killed her role her roles, I should say. Yeah, her role. Like she was amazing. I'm gonna have to watch. I'm looking at her IMDb. I guess she, Killing Eve is the thing she's most known for. Mm. She was also Ray's mom. Hmm. Raised uh. mom in uh in Rise of the Skywalker.
0: Oh, you know what? She yeah yeah. I knew she looked familiar to something, and I wasn't sure what it was.
1: But, but the way she, she pulled off both these roles, one being like this kind of. Shy, like nerdy type American gamer, and then like this badass English action star, like in the same movie. It's yeah. insane.
0: Yeah, that that was pretty awesome. And, and speaking of just like the, the gaming references. Which I absolutely loved, you know, like everything from. I mean, people complain about can complain about like product placement and stuff, but like it was there. I mean, like it kind of had to be. Like she, she had like the HyperX uh, headphones on that I know some people that. Oh yeah, use. they were
1: they were a big sponsor. Big. Actually, uh, <laughs> oh, myself.
0: there you go, Devin. he's, he's got the HyperX on. He, he's ready. He's ready to please. Game. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Seriously, you have
1: the best headsets. <laughs>
0: See, there you go. You heard it here first on the Film Optics podcast. You know, we don't even talk about video games anymore. And we're still talking about video games. It's great stuff. Great, great stuff. Well, yeah, I I love, you know, everything from Twitch. And they had Twitch, you know, and YouTube influencers. I I will
1: say that those parts were were definitely cringy for Uh, me, at least. Well, especially one of them. Yeah, (laughs) one very specific one that people, most people seem to hate i i I don't understand. I, I didn't i didn't recognize a couple of them but i knew like the three main ones
0: yeah like i like I, when i saw the face i'm like oh yeah 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 but like i i guess when it came to this like it would be you know it's free city it, a- it,
1: ma- it made sense for them to to have that those parts but there were just too many like, yeah they just kept going back to it like why are they <laughs> why are they getting so much screen time <laughs>
0: It's like, okay, we, we get it. You know, like the streamers, they play games, ha, ha, ha. but it, it's really funny because it's like, it, it kind of, it's the entire concept, you know, like, Oh, the life of an NPC, you know, with, with guy, you know, he works at the bank. He, he does all this just generic stuff. He has a best friend and buddy, <laughs> buddy guy, buddy, guy, and buddy. And it's it's just so it's such a simple concept, and the fact that like you you kind of see a little bit of like the toxicity of like the gaming industry, especially with Taika Latiti's character, because oh, yeah. it's it's almost as if this movie was made by gamers. It was like, Oh, you know, like game, game devs and everyone, they probably just sit around and do
1: X, Y, Z, this, this, and this all day. Like some of it might be true. Make make empty promises. Yeah. About DLCs <laughs> being cross combat backwards compatible. And they're not,
0: I love, I just, I ate it up because you know, we're both gamers and it's like, we, it's just so true. We we watch E3 every year. We watch the Game Awards, et cetera, et cetera. You know, all of these Nintendo Directs and PlayStation events and Xbox and all this jazz. And it's like, this this has been our lives <laughs> for like ever. <laughs> and it's so fun to just see that on screen and just be super self-aware, have a lot of fun and just go balls to the walls i mean like free city it's it was essentially it was just it was fortnite and gta all mixed in together like just so it bled that so much and even though we don't really play fortnite all that much like you you can just see it there and it's so it's just so wacky and i i didn't know how this movie was going to do and i was like i ended up enjoying it like a lot <laughs> yeah It was great, great stuff. But I know we've been gushing over the movie here for a bit. Devin, are you ready to get into spoilers? Oh, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That is your first spoiler warning for Free Guy again. That is your second spoiler warning for Free Guy. So if you haven't seen the film, fast forward to Don't Breathe 2 if you have seen it. Um, If you haven't seen that yet, pause the podcast, go watch the movies, come back. And listen to our hot takes about free guy and don't breathe. Cause I know we're going to get, we're, I feel like we're, we're saving all of our, um, energy, animosity, animosity <laughs> for, uh, don't breathe too. But Devin, Oh, Devin, the cameos and free guy were hilarious. Right. So,
1: so there's the obvious ones in the beginning. There's Channing Tatum yeah. as like the main character, like the main uh, player that shows up. Yeah. But then looking at the IMDb page, just from the the voice acting, Dwayne Johnson as bank robber number two. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Jackman as masked player in the alley. Really. John Krasinski as voice of player. <laughs> Tina Fey as a vacuuming mom. I didn't even realize. Oh my gosh! And that was my—that was like the best joke in the whole movie, too. Yeah, it was. for me at least. <laughs> that was good. Catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we now had Alex Trebek's last cameo ever. Rest in peace. Mm, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace for sure. Chris, Chris Evans at the <laughs> end, man. That's that's the big one. That.
0: Was hilarious when he pulled out that captain America shield,
1: it's <laughs> like oh, the whole God. theater was just dying. And Dude, then the lightsaber on top of it. Yes.
0: As soon as it's saw Chris Evans, people in my theater, they, they, they just lost it. Like, I really love how they just, they find how movies are able to find all these like crazy ways to have cameos, and even in Star Wars, you know you see it all the time with stor- stormtroopers, um, and what have you. But they they really outdid themselves here with with this movie, and it's
1: just. Disney gave them some toys to play with. <laughs> that's for sure. Even the promo, the promo leading up to it with Korg.
0: Yeah, yeah, with Korg and uh, Deadpool. Yeah. yeah, That whole thing, <laughs> he's like, you know, I can't really fit into the, he's like, I may not be able to fit into the Deadpool Deadpool's suit anymore, but oh my gosh, that was just, that was hilarious. Like I, the more I talk about this, like originally like going in, I was like, oh, like I, I originally gave it a C plus like going in because I did feel like it was just a little bit too long, but it was still enjoyable. But I guess at the same time, you know, me, you know, being the grumpy man who just got his wasn't taken out, like, you know, my mouth was kind of bothering me. So I was kind of ready to go. So that might have been part of the reason. But the more that we talk about this, I I really am bumming up my score here. But I'm sure we'll get into that here here in a bit. But was there anything else you wanted to touch on that we haven't been able to talk about, about this uh, this amazing video game movie? Yes.
1: Yeah, as far as negatives go, the biggest thing for me actually – Of is a spoiler that they made themselves, (laughs) Um, dude. Yeah, like the dude character, they (laughs) they put him in a trailer last, like the week before it came out. Yeah, they like what are you doing? I don't know. Why wouldn't you just save it? That would have been so funny. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. But they they started showing him in promotional stuff like a week before the movie came out. Mm -hmm. It's just like that's such a good reveal you could have saved because that (laughs) was hilarious.
0: That whole thing. He had the little t-shirt on his back. Yeah. <laughs> Guy's like, he punched so hard, but his hands are so soft. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it really was. And I, I really like how the, um, the um, I guess, making Guy a self-aware AI of how, you know, it, it was kind of, I mean, it is a video game movie, but like, it was also like, you know, that, that love letter that, um, you know, uh, scoops of Holy (laughs) Steve, like kind of concocted together, which I thought was really, really nice. Like, and you see that all the time in video games when it comes to like honoring someone's memory or just, you know, adding in in a character that like reminds them of like their wife or like their kids or their dog. Um, you, you see that all the time in game development. And, um, I, I think with, um, Oh my gosh! I, I, there's a there's a uh an elderly woman who um she plays Sky she streams Skyrim I think she's like in her 70s or 80s but um she has like a uh, like her own like Twitch uh, channel and things like that um and I believe what Bethesda I think they they either like flew her out to kind of like to Maine to to see um you know Bethesda Studios and I think they're gonna. I think from what I read last time, from what I remember, they were going to make like a video game character after her because, you know, with her being her age, she doesn't know if she'll be, you know, around when the next Elder Scrolls game comes out. So I, th- I thought that was really, really nice. But I'll, I'll define that article and send it to you. But because I, um, I I thought that was really, really nice. But, yeah, it's 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 just small things like that when it comes to game development. Cause you know, it, it is an art form and whatnot, but
1: um, yeah, it ends up being a, a nice little love story between um, <laughs> Steve Harrington and our lady Millie. <laughs> Millie. It's a nice It's name. funny, but they named her Millie cause Sean Levy is also a producer for stranger things. So I think yeah. he uh, yeah. got some inspiration for that name.
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But yeah, it was man a man, Sean Love. You directed the crap out of this film. Like it, it was it was just a fantastic ride. Like just all together. Absolutely loved it. You know, if if you're if you're on, you know, if you're unsure about going to the theater, I totally understand, you know, some people just don't feel safe or uncomfortable, especially with the Delta variant kind of out there. You know, we're kind of still waiting to see what happens with that. But you know, theaters are opening up for movies like this. And I, I think that I honestly, I think you can take the whole family to go see this regardless of, you know, like there is a little bit of like raunchy behavior here and there, but like, it's just really, it's just a great time. Like, and you know, you said there's a sequel in the works. Hopefully that doesn't diminish anything from the first one, but I mean, now that Marvel has it, they can kind of just go balls to the wall with a lot
1: of stuff. So that would be a lot, a lot of fun, but are you ready again? To score? I was huh? one thing I was hoping for was, was a energy sword somewhere.
0: <laughs> well, I guess you could say we got that with the lightsaber, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. I like an actual halo. like energy sword from halo. Yeah. Like yeah. that would have been awesome. Or, like, Oh man, if you actually would have been funny if they had, um, Detective Pikachu if they if they were able to sneak him in. But Nintendo is very, very strict with that kind of yeah. Well technically that's game freak, but it's you yeah, know, yeah. Um Nintendo would have been in there some kind of way, but that would have been funny. Or um man oh man, that energy sword would that would have been cool. Something like Halo related, or um I'm trying to think what else. I'm, they, I mean they kinda already did the Deadpool thing with uh with the uh, with the trailer, but Man, yeah, it, it it would have been great. I'm not sure if Ryan Reynolds has done any other type of video game work. Um they they actually did make fun of um uh what was it, Green Lantern, but it was in the promotional stuff. Yeah, yeah, because Ty <laughs> and him that was so fun. I love it how they both know how atrocious that movie is. They just pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's great stuff. But, Devin, let's get into scores here so we can move on to our Don't Breathe 2 review.
1: What would you give Free Guy as your rating? I'm going with a solid 84. Nice, nice. It it definitely would have been higher if they didn't reveal Dude. (laughs) Catch, Because it's like... I don't know why they did that a week before the movie comes Uh, out. Yeah. What what are you doing?
0: Yeah, I know. I I, see originally, like I said, it was a C plus. I think I'm bumping this up to a solid B plus. I really, really enjoyed it. This is actually something I would, i Definitely gonna pick up on Blu-ray whenever it um, drops. You know, probably around the Black Friday season because that's you know that that's when you get all the good deals, the the nice little Blu-ray haul there. But yeah, great great movie. Um, we'll see what the sequel brings for sure. But Devin, are you ready to get into our
1: "Don't Breathe" two review? Because we got a lot of this, stuff. This to movie say. made me not want to breathe anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, Devin, that's so morbid.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: it's the man. title yeah don't breathe honestly it it should it should have been don't premiere
1: <laughs> yeah it should have been don't make this sequel <laughs> seriously though. I mean it, you
0: know we, we make fun of sequels all the time but it's like this is one that was just not needed at all but we'll be back to talk about more about don't breathe Two after this short break
1: what do you want
0: you're coming with us kid It's not me you need to be scared of, little girl. But the man standing next to you. Now I don't know who he is, but I know who he's not. Should I tell her or you? And we are back with our second review of the show, Don't Breathe Two, directed by Rotosygaus. Sy- uh, oh, man, oh man. Writers Fide uh, Fide, Alvarez and uh, Roto uh, as well. And the cast is as follows Stephen Lang, Madeline Grace, and Brendan Sexton the third. And the story is as follows. The sequel is set in the years of following the initial uh, deadly home invasion where Norman Nordstrom, Stephen Lang's character, didn't know why. Does he have a name? why is it Norman Nordstrom? Um, where Stephen Lang's character lives, um, in a quiet, uh, lives in quiet solace until his past sins catch up to him. So, wow, this, this movie, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get into it, but yeah, did not know that Stephen Lang's character was called Norman Nordstrom. Um, I watched the full disclosure before we even get into the uh, this review. I did watch the first one for the first time last week while I was. Yeah, I was,
1: was going to say you recently watched it. I know. Yeah. And I, I think the first one was great. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was a couple of really good twists throughout. Mm. It was very refreshing and <laughs> just a cool movie. Yeah. I With a, I, with a wild ending.
0: That too, and I at first like this is produced by uh, Sony Pictures. Um, I I will say when it comes to Sony Pictures, some a lot of their movies are hit or miss. You know, sometimes we get something really really good like um, Greta Gerwig's uh, Little Women, and sometimes we get something like really really questionable like Men in Black International or this. <laughs> um, so it's, it's always, it's, uh, I like to call Sony pictures, the M night Shyamalan of like, you know, m- of movie like studios, because you know, you get men in black one and two really, really good stuff. And then they pump out something like the amazing Spider-Man or amazing Spider-Man two which doesn't do too well. Um, not too crazy about Venom myself. Um, um as as that goes on but yeah it's 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 a coin flip with uh, so many pictures and unfortunately this time around um they definitely dropped the ball with uh with don't breathe 2 um i saw somewhere through a, uh, a magazine they pull quoted this <laughs> It was from um, a filmmaker magazine, the sequel to the best horror film in 20 years. Filmmaker magazine, Devin 20
1: years filmmaker magazine. Well, the, well, they're saying the first one was the best in twenty, which I don't agree with, but it was good. Well, no.
0: <sighs> yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, regardless, I I don't feel like the first one was, I like like you said, I, I liked it. I, I gave it, I think like three and a half, four stars on Letterboxd, but I don't think it's the best. Well, no, I, I, I cannot believe uh-uh. that that's, that's just not me. That's just not me at all. But uh, let's talk, let's actually talk about the positives before we get into the negatives. Cause I know we, we have a lot of feelings about this one. Cause and I told you this before, I, I believe there is a huge plot hole and we'll get into that once we get into the spoilers, but uh just, just give me your, your overall thoughts about the film. You know, if, if, if you have something nice to say about it, please, please do. Cause I, I feel like I am
1: going to be a, it's going to be a short list, but for sure, I guess the positives I can try to scrounge up here. Um, the, the girl I liked, her, liked her, yeah character. madeline grace yeah and she, i thought she did a pretty good job mm. there were some good doggos as well oh, it's always a good doggos. time of course the Like they always help help a movie like this um <laughs> other than that there is no one to root for Those i agree are the only ones we can even begin to root for
0: yeah. I, I feel like my, uh, my positive list, uh, or my com- my pros list kind of echoes yours with Madeline grace. I think she did a really great <laughs> job. Um, but, and I, I will say that Norman, you know, him being the, you know, the the blind man between the first, uh, both of these, he does do a good job.
1: Yeah. Nothing against him. He's a good yeah, actor.
0: Nothing but. against him whatsoever. It's, it's literally the direction of the film. The writing was wow. And some of the, like, I feel like they they tried to make this like whole shock fast, uh, like shock factor type thing. And I, I believe, um, uh, Fide Alvarez, one of the writers, he, uh, this is a quote from discussing film.net. Um, he says the more fucked up the characters are, the more interesting it is to follow them. Should we show them compassion even in the, darkest moments, or should we uh, just spit on their graves?
1: I, and, I don't have any compassion for this old man. I yeah, don't know what, why they're trying to make us have that.
0: Yeah, I don't like the, the first film does so well on its own, like as a standalone and as you, for, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the first movie um, you, you find out that the, from, from the first movie, you know, he, he's, he's like a borderline rapist,
1: like I definitely, mean, definitely a rapist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it, I guess I said borderline because it was more, he says he's not a rapist, but it's like, he, he at least admits it in
1: this movie now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At, at least he admits it in this one. But like, he, he says in the first one that he's not a rapist, but it's like, okay, I mean, even though you're not forcefully putting yourself on another human being, I mean, it's, it's you're still, like, yeah, it's, you're,
1: it's still forceful. Yeah. It's still forceful. Insertion.
0: Yeah. The, the insertion and yeah, it's, it's, it's all still there. So it's like, you know, and, and I, I, I get what they're trying to do. You know, it's, it's a poor, it's, it's an all blind man who, who pretty much lost his entire family. Um, you know, he's a vet, which also comes with a lot of baggage and a lot of trials and tribulations and above itself. You know, on top of that, he is blind and he's just trying to live out the rest of his days in peace. But there is, you know, a darkness to him. There is this thing that, you know, something doesn't sit well, quite well with the audience. So it's like, I, I understand what he's saying, but like, I mean, this, this isn't like Jamie freaking Lannister, like Jamie Lannister is a interesting character because he has done good thing things. He has done bad things, but like this dude overall, it's like this, this is just not it at all. Um, Usually, you know, and I wish we were a little bit more kinder to this movie. I feel like we've gone through all the kinder things that we could say, but it was just the writing and then like the twists. It just didn't make sense to me. And I was sitting next to a guy in my theater, and he was like, he was having a ball. Like, I mean, it, it's entertaining. It's laughable because it is entertaining, at least you know, because it is quote unquote not up to snuff because of how bad it actually is. And like, you know, he was like telling me all this, like, kind of the way that you should talk in a the movie theater. You know, he was like whispering to me, but like everyone, like especially during the the doctor scene. Where he just, (laughs) we'll get into that in a bit. Like, everyone just started laughing in my theater. I'm like, what is this? Like, is this a joke? Like, they were trying to be so serious in this movie, and it didn't work.
1: I wasn't getting any laughter, but I will say probably, like, 10 people got up and left. Really? How far into the movie? With, like, five minutes left. See,
0: I don't like it when people do that. Not at all. Like you I mean, for this for, for
1: this movie. It, I don't really blame but,
0: them. I mean, five minutes to, to,
1: to see that ending. I, I don't blame them.
0: I, I just, it's for me, it's, I mean, you, you did pay to see a movie and it's like, I guess,
1: I guess they missed the two worst lines of the movie at the end. So I don't think they <laughs> are really in much, but in like much pain.
0: Five minutes. Like you made it, you basically made it through the entire, movie. just, just stay. Like, I mean, there's, like in recent memory, I've only walked out of one movie and that was uh the latest Hellboy. I just wasn't vibing with it. Usually I don't like to, but that one I I just I only made it like 10, 15 minutes in. But like, I mean, if you're like five, ten minutes away from the ending, just stick it out. Just stick it out. And technically you shouldn't really up and leave because it's, I mean, I just feel like not, not, it's not like rude to like, you know, the studio or whatever, whatever. It's just like, I mean, you pay for an experience and like, you know, I've, I've, like I said, I've, I've done it myself. I shouldn't have, but I just wasn't vibing. With I'm, it.
1: I'm on their side with this one. Cause that ending, <laughs> it was so much to be desired. Oh, <sighs> I guess we should just get into spoilers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into our spoiler section here. That is your first spoiler review. Again, that is your second spoiler review for don't breathe too. So again, if you haven't seen it, pause the podcast, go watch it and come back
1: and listen to us. Rip this movie apart. Um- so, so basically if, if you've seen the, the, Confusing trailers that left everybody mystified as to what they're doing with this movie. That's it. There's no Swiss. They aren't pulling the rug under you with a misleading trailer. Nope. <laughs> they're they're making this this rapist into the hero. Now, uh, uh, Devin, basically he's
0: the anti villain. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's that's the thing they
1: tried to pull off. I was basically a, a taken movie. He's he's just Liam Neeson. It was just. I, I
0: yeah, and like we said, um Norman <laughs> Norman Nordstrom or St- Stephen Lang, he, he does a really, really good job as his character. I feel like you know he does have a more dialogue in this film than he did the first one. You know, he was kind of like that more unspoken threat of you know the crazy old blind man that lives at the end of the street and has all this money stashed away because you know someone killed his daughter. Uh, but this one, you, you find out that the, um the, the daughter that he has in this one, like, you know, when you're first starting out and, and, and by the way, the movie starts off the exact same way as the first one, it has that ambiguous, like, except with, with much worse
1: <laughs> bad guys.
0: Yeah. So you, you find out you, the girl that he's accompanied with, you think that's his daughter throughout the movie, the big twist. You know, the the people who are coming for him and coming for the girl, the leader is the biological father of uh Madeline's a uh, Madeline Grace's character and he's meth head. It's like okay, like the the whole the he, silver he's a meth
1: sp- head who who also sells organs on the side.
0: Yeah, it what did you think of the I guess the reveal because I feel like that came super early through like everything because he's like oh like you don't know who I am pulls off his hat and he has the streak
1: yeah the she's streak like, oh,
0: you have the same streak as me I'm like, I don't
1: I don't think gray hair is genetic really that much. I don't like, know he just he's just yeah. old like yeah y- y- being old and having gray hair doesn't mean <laughs> it doesn't tell us you've had it your whole life.
0: He could have just dyed it just to get, yeah. get his hands on this girl. But you, you find that the big twist, you know, it, it seems she thinks that her mother died in, in their house fire and plot twist. There's a transplant, a heart transplant that happens. And it's, it's so, I I'm wrapping my, I'm, tr- I'm trying to explain it the best way that I can without it si- sounding ridiculous. Cause I explained it to Leo over from Geekly Goods uh YouTube channel and Amanda over from AMX NDA Reviews about it. And they're like, that is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So you find out, you know, the Madeline, the girl finds out who her real parents are. They're both meth meth heads, you know. They, they have this this breaking bad, you know, meth head business going on. And it finds that they're
1: actually doing the meth too.
0: Yeah, and they're yeah, they're actually doing the meth. You find out that her mother's dying because her insides are all messed up. They're burnt, whatever, whatever. And she needs a heart transplant. And they kind of make it to where, Oh honey, you know, like, do you want to save your, your mother's life by giving me your heart? And I'm like, this woman looks so dusty and greasy. She looks like she's going to die at any minute. And I don't think a new heart's going to save her, but the plot hole that I was talking about earlier when the doctor, you know, they hired the doctor to do the transplant after uh, Madeline's been taken, you know, by her father. And I think it was one of the thugs had asked like, you know, like, should we be going through with this? The, the, the Hispanic guy, um, he was, you know, he was kind of like against the whole, you know, killing children thing.
1: Yeah. The, the one guy who, <laughs> the one <just> bag <laughs> does something even remotely decent. The one bad guy
0: who's okay with everything else, you yeah. know, but like killing the kid, like I'll rough him up, but killing well, him, I'm not gonna
1: kidnapping kill. people and taking their organs. That's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But,
0: but it's so during the trend, like right before the transplant, the father says to one of his thugs, I believe, if I'm remembering this correct correctly, that there is no operation without the mom. Cause apparently she cooks the meth. Why do you need to have a heart transplant? You can just, I don't know, teach the others how to make the meth. So which renders this whole operation useless. They're like, oh, there's no operation without her. Like, maybe
1: she's like, maybe she's like the Gordon Ramsay or the I'm like, or it's the Walter White of meth cooking. Maybe oh, She's got the good blue stuff. She can't. No just, one else can replicate it. No one else, because they did
0: it all the time in Breaking Bad. The entire no, time. they tried to replicate it, but they never could
1: the, the blue stuff. Well,
0: well, Jesse knew, but that was about it. And it's like and that
1: took a while. It
0: did, but it's like, I mean, come on, dude. How long have they been alive? Since, how long has it been since the fire? Since you know they were reunited with their daughter? I'm like, you really need to do a heart transplant. For all this, for, for the, for the operation to continue, that woman was on her last leg, Devin. (laughs) She was coughing up blood. Do you think, how old was the lady? The, uh, Madeline, she was like 12, 12, something like that. And it's like, you think a 12 year old heart is going to sustain you. And then they use the line, Oh, we'll be together forever you always be a part of me
1: i'm like this is like
0: borderline last of us kind of they were trying
1: to make it like this weird creepy family yeah like like texas chainsaw type of creepy family right
0: it just doesn't really
1: work and i apologize
0: everyone i'm i'm just going off the rails here it just it really bugs me that this was the whole thing and it's just even the the antagonist like the entire gang completely forgettable
1: they were all awful
0: and the woman towards the beginning of the movie like she she was like the one nice person outside of madeline and then she dies
1: for no reason for <laughs> no she reason. shows up that's another plot hole she just shows up at the house somehow like when he when the old man finds her yeah. how did she get there she was dead in the driver's seat I I how does she I, end up there? I,
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. And like that's why I said like that for the plot hole, I, it's, it's it just doesn't make just teach them. Teach them how to make the math. You you really need to oh my gosh Devin. it. Wow. It was
1: just it was just wow. And <laughs> and then and then we get to the more of the ending where the old man he gets his redempt, red, redemption moment like I don't care what you have to say. Like, there's nothing you can say. But At least he's nice redeemed. to
0: <laughs> At least he's nice. But to
1: I, dogs. I literally predicted his last line in my head because uh, she, when she was like, "I want to, I want to save you," I was like, "He's going to say you already did." He goes, <laughs> "You, you already did." I, like, come, come on, on, dude.
0: I, I am this thoroughly, I'm. It's not that this isn't the worst movie I've seen this year, but this is just, Ooh. it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's like, even when you, the, the line delivery, when <laughs> when Madeline is like half like asleep and she wakes up, she's like, she looks up cause she's like in like her mother's arms. Like he's in the wheelchair. She looks up, he's like, He's coming for you. <laughs> like,
1: what? My entire theater. They're, they're trying to make it an action
0: movie. My, my entire theater laughter in that part. Like, I mean, the action, you know, it's cool. You know, you, you get this super old blind man, daredevil in here, you know, he, he, he's kicking butt, taking names, but I was just thoroughly. It just, it just bugs me. I was like, what is this movie? Like, like, cause I remember when we, when we talked about, um, window not, woman in the window, like that was ridiculous. This is even more ridiculous. And I was like, none of this, this sequel did not need to happen. Like the first one was good. It was concise. It had a nice little close knit story. Then this for don't breathe two happens. I believe eight years after. And then the kicker, Devin, there's, there's a star Wars moments in this movie towards the end, because the entire movie she talks about, she wants to go to the orphanage. That's where she wants to go. She wants to make friends. You know, she wants to live her life because when she's with uh, Stephen Lang's character, you know, he doesn't really give her the freedom um, and whatnot. So it's like, okay, it makes sense that she kind of wants to get out and like, you know, do, do teenager stuff. And then (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> when she goes to the orphanage at the end, because I knew this was going to happen. I was like, okay, she's going to end up the orphan in some kind of way because everyone she knows is dead. They did the whole, you know, uh, <laughs> her, her father is killed by Stephen Lang's character. <laughs> and then, and then, she, then Stephen Lane's <laughs> killed by his father. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then Madeline kills the father and all this other stuff. And I was like, so anyway when she goes to the orphanage at the end and she's like hey you know like i really want to live here whatever whatever like do you think they'd take me in and then uh the little black girl she's like yeah like yeah like they'll definitely take you in she's like what's your name and she looks <laughs> this long dramatic pause <laughs> the long dramatic pause and she says phoenix
1: <laughs> i hated it so much
0: i was like she never she so she had two different names, you know the the alias name that um, Norman uh, Stephen Lang's character gave her and then her actual name. I forgot what her actual name was, um, and her her alias name. She never mentioned Phoenix Phoenixville the entire movie. Not that I, I mean. Can I mean,
1: her choosing it makes sense, but it's still very awful and lame. It was. <laughs> It's like oh, Phoenix. I've, I've like no. oh, she she rose from the ashes. Okay, we yeah. It. Like I get it. if I was like that was worse. Like the race guy. And that's that's the thing. That's the thing about this movie. Like she's the only thing. She's the only character that you can root for. Yeah, and like that you can get behind because she, she hasn't done end. anything
0: wrong. Like she was held. She was held against her will. You know, her parents are meth heads. They have their own crap going on. It's like. But then even
1: by the end, it's like, she's, she's screwed still like mentally, psychologically, she's, there's no way she's recovering from what just happened to her. Like, how can any child get over that?
0: I just can't believe that line delivery. She just looks at the camera. What's your name? Phoenix. Phoenix. I was like, wow. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, race, like say what you will about Ray Skywalker. Like at least that made sense <laughs> and the fact that you know she considered that ray considered you know um luke and leia to be a part of her family but you know
1: i don't think the issue is that it doesn't make sense it's just that it's very corny and lame it's and, random and and on the nose <laughs> i just i didn't
0: and I'm, I'm sorry y'all i've been going on on a tangent for, for this film I didn't think I was going to like, actually, I didn't think we we're going to talk about it for this long. It, it was, it's hor- horrible, horrible, horrible film. Not the worst we've seen this year. I think for me, that definitely goes to Thunder Force or Earwig and the Witch from what I've seen so far. But what about you, Debra? Where, where does this rank among the worst movies you've seen?
1: I have not thought about that because I tend to try to forget about the bad ones.
0: <laughs> and when it's it's like, if, even though people, you know, film is subjective, whatever, whatever,
1: you know, we're just giving our thoughts here. I mean, it's right up there with woman in the window.
0: <laughs> the more I, when I watched this, the more I understood why you didn't like woman in the window. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I can totally this, see. This
1: it. is just another classic, like the C- curse of the Horse sequel. Like you get a good original, like a new IP from the from the first movie. It happens all the time with Sinister, with Strangers, Mm-mm. with this. Like it's a good original movie. Like everyone loves it. And then they try to take that goodwill and turn it into a sequel just to grab some more money. And it's just infinitely worse than the original. Yeah. Yeah. I it's a story uh, as old as time.
0: <laughs> Tail is all this time. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it it is uh unfortunately just
1: um it's it is, just it's getting decent reviews on IMDb. I know. Okay, 6.4. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I want to see um I actually want to see the Rotten tomato score for this because I saw so many people praising this movie and there was a film critic out there. I'm not going to name the name of the film critic, but he, um, it it was, it was quite alarming of what he said. Like he gave it like high, high praise. So right now the audience score is sitting at 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomato meter, uh, for critics score is 47%. So that makes sense a lot, a lot of sense. There, there's always that one film that, you know, everyone says, Oh, well, critics hate it. It must be really, really good. And I'm like, no, it's just two different opinions. It's, 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 um it's the last Jedi all over again. Critics love the last Jedi, but fans are like the general public did not at all, but sometimes they're equal there was a movie, I think it was birds of prey that it actually it's only around like one or 2% um, difference between critics and uh, the audience. So, but uh, ooh, this movie was rough and I, I, I kind of, I was looking forward to it because the first one was good. Like it was a nice little story as we said, and it's just, I, uh, I just did not see, Um, I, I wasn't a fan, unfortunately was not a fan at all. Yeah. Let's get into these,
1: uh, very low scores.
0: All right, Devin, what would you give? Don't breathe
1: Two. I don't know. Like a 38.
0: All right. So let's see. What did I put it on letterbox letterbox? I gave this bad boy a one and a half star. So I'm actually sticking with that. So
1: that would be around what? Maybe the forties, thirties, um, 35%. Uh, a one, a one would be 20. So one and a half, 30, would be 25, 30, somewhere around there.
0: Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll go solid 30. I mm-mm, no, <laughs> Like I literally on my don't breathe review to review. I just put, sigh, dot, dot, dot. I can't really even, uh-uh. no, sir. I couldn't do it, but there you have it folks. You know that. And you know, again, just want to reiterate like these, these are just our thoughts. You know, we're just here giving you guys content when it comes to, you know, talking about uh, film and TV and all that jazz. We, we just, it's, this, this is just how we feel about it. We definitely think people should go see it no matter how, ridiculous. We sound while talking about these movies, it is about your opinion and your opinion alone. If you like the movie, congratulations. Good on you. You know, we're not here to criticize anyone else's, um, you know, thoughts, but it's just, we didn't vibe with the movie. It just was not for us. So that pretty much does it here for both of our reviews here of, Free guy and don't breathe too. Again, Devin, thank you so much coming on. We're gonna be We did it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. But before we get out of here, it's one let everyone know that uh, what's coming up on the podcast. We have our Marvel's What If episode two review drop. Absolute dropping. banger. Absolute banger. Yes. Devin and I were lucky and able to see it. So, um, very, very good, uh, nice, nice praises all around as of right now. So we're very, very uh, fortunate. And again, thank you, Disney for uh, allowing us to watch the first three episodes, um, you know, prior to, you know, gather our, um, our thoughts together. And I believe after our, what if episode two review, um, I believe what else is coming out this week? I think reminiscence is coming out this week. We could definitely check that
1: one out. If you're I'm, I'm interested in the uh, that cabin movie that's coming out. There's a cabin movie coming. Oh, the um,
0: the two the lake, house, lake house, the lake house, something, yeah. Something
1: like that. Ooh, the trailers look good. The night house, the night house.
0: Oh yeah, we could do that one if you want to.
1: And then after that, next the next weekend is uh, Candy Man.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we're definitely Okay, so yeah, let's let's do
1: night And, I, and then, we have, then we have Shang-Chi, and then there's <laughs> nothing else in September. September what? is absolutely <laughs> empty. You know, that's good. Well,
0: because well, it's good and bad because I will be... I'll be in Vegas um for a few days in September, but we'll figure out something. Maybe we can work out something. But yeah, so yeah, let's Let's do
1: Nighthouse. So that yeah, I might I might watch Reminiscence too. That just might be a HBO Max watch. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm depending on depending on the reviews, it gets uh, but it's, it's Hugh Jackman though.
0: We, we, we're gonna do Hugh Jackman dirty like that. <laughs> we'll see. I it it seems interesting, but no, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch that one for sure. But yeah, um on the docket, absolutely. Here's what's going on. Uh, since you guys are much once heard our plans, you know. So what if uh, episode two will be dropping uh, probably on Thursday. And then the Nighthouse review will be dropping on a Monday. So we like to give people a few days to kind of watch the movie before we kind of push the review out there. It gives us a little bit more leeway and we don't feel as bad about talking about spoilers, especially for those who want to see it. But yeah, Nighthouse review, possibly rem- reminiscence as well. But that pretty much concludes today's podcast. Again, you can follow us on platforms around the internet. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We're back in full form, at least for now. Uh, definitely go check out our DC Titans review episode one through three that I did with Leo a few days ago and our, the suicide squad review that we also did with Leo over on uh geekly goods. Definitely go check out his channel. And also. I'm in the middle of an animated movie draft right now. So we're going to be voting on that here soon on Twitter. Follow me over at music city nerd. So you can vote for my team for my, my animated movie uh, lists over there. Cause it's, it's pretty fire. We, we got your name, the, the, the Japanese amazing love story. We got, we got Pokemon the first movie. We got Batman underneath the red hood uh, under the, under the red hood, excuse me. And we got treasure planet. And of course, brother bear. So, vote for me next week. Follow me over at music city nerd over on Twitter to stay in the know about that movie draft, because we're going to win this thing always, but that pretty much concludes today's episode and we'll see you guys later. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys next time.